The following podcast is rated H for horny. It contains adult themes, sexually explicit content, and strong language. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Welcome back to the Potterotica Podcast. I'm Allie. I'm Lindsay. I'm Danny. <gasps> ah, that works. <laughs> that was so good. Guys, <laughs> I don't know if it's obvious, but we did not practice that. That was exciting. Oh, nailed it. My brain was working a mile a minute. Like, how's this going to work out? Did Who's it? saying whose name? Wow. So we're back for episode seven, season seven, seven, seven. You know, I was thinking, and this will only work for so many more stories, but this is our golden episode. Seventh it is. season, seventh mm, story. Yeah. Or seventh chapter. Yeah. This is great. We haven't acknowledged it for the past six, yeah. but we'll probably get to acknowledge it for at least one or two more. Yeah. So happy golden episode, you guys. Yeah. This thing we always do, golden episodes, obvious. And for the golden episode, we have all painted our bodies in gold. Yeah, you can't tell, but that's what's happening. Okay, okay. announcement time. So we've got a couple of live events. So I'm going to be at LeakyCon on August 11th and the Saturday at 2 p.m., which is super exciting with so a fun. bunch of pods. Yay. And I promise that I will be letting all the Dallas people know the plan for hanging out before or after. Um, and for the <laughs> custom pillows you've embroidered for, for everyone. all three. <laughs> You know, I've, I have my own photo booth set up for, <laughs> for us. Very Instagrammable. Um, and then September 15th, Stephanie in D.C. is organizing a D.C. meetup, which is so exciting. Great. So um, we are spreading. And, it's our uh, first continental, cross-continent meetup, aside from Chicago. Yeah. So I'm so excited. So go to the Potterotics for more information. And um, if you're interested in hosting a, a local Potterotic group, I guess as long as you guys don't get arrested, yeah. um, why not? So... <laughs> And if you do, you're not associated with yeah, pot- you never no liability. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so check that out. And then we will obviously be promoting the shit out of our 300 person theater for the Chicago Podcast Festival. Yes. So that's need, coming up in We need your November. bodies. So those are the events. Yeah. So a couple fun things at the end of the episode. Stay tuned because we have two more Potterotic songs. <laughs> They're both really funny. One was written in by Mitch. You've heard Mitch before. He sang the song Padfoot's Girl. I think that was um, a Mitch mm-hmm. one before. Fun. So he's back with a new song. And then we have another one, and <laughs> it's called Underpants. <laughs> and so those will be at the end of the episode. They are hilarious. I'm so excited. And just one last reminder, you have probably just over a week to get your Grundle Dong, <laughs> Grindelwald Dumbledore story in. We've already told you the specs a million times, but um, we're excited to keep receiving submissions. So send them into hi. so, so funny. Yeah. Hi at PotteroticaPodcast.com. Cool. Perfect. Pensive. Pensive. So I know what happened. Luna and Ginny went on a date and ran into Neville. Neville and Harry were buddy cops, good cop, bad cop, and visited the Malfoy Manor. Mm-hmm. So good. And, and they thought that Lucius was illegally selling puffa pods. Or involved in something Some, like, about it. Because it's not illegal, some ring, sort of ring. something. Yeah. My favorite was that we thought that Ginny <laughs> is putting this together. Oh, yeah. It's an elaborate plan. To <laughs> because, thanks to the segue. Two hot dogs, one bun. <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling we're going to end this season with either two hot dogs, one bun, or two buns and one hot dog. Oh, wow. Yeah. Of yeah. course. Yeah. I think we were or maybe a double three. Maybe a double dogger. <laughs> <laughs> Take me out to the ball game. Yay. And this is when I want to go down on you till the sun comes up. So then there was Ginny's birthday sex. So it's been it's been a hell of an episode. A lot of stuff happening. But now 
remember we're like, how are all these plots going to come together? How are all these body parts going to come together? Yeah, we got. Let's find out. We've got two chapters left to find out. So yeah, let's find out. <laughs> is Morag McDougal going to make another appearance? Morag where McDougal. Is, where Morag. is Morag? Morag. If you had the chance to have an orgy, would you? Oh, remember Ginny talked to her friend about Neville. Katie Bell. Yeah, it was Katie. <laughs> Katie the, Bell was the queen so ecstatic. Of she lifted off the ground for about 15 seconds yes. and screamed. Screamed into ecstasy. <laughs> she was like, do you love Neville? <laughs> Katie's one party trick. I was like, Ugh. Okay, we get I it, Katie. I don't know if Tom DeBloom meant to do that, so we'll find out. But <laughs> if they didn't, it's amazing. And if they did, it's even more amazing. So <laughs> All around amazing. Ready to do it? Let's do. Let's do. Let's do. I don't want you to go, Ginny said as her girlfriend slid to her side, naked and sweaty. Mm. Sorry, but don't worry. I'll keep you in here. <laughs> I forgot about your Luna said. <laughs> Touching the center of her bare chest. Smiling, Ginny kissed Luna, both of them giggling. They continued to snuggle and kiss until the kisses became more tired. Ginny felt herself drifting off as Luna lightly snored. When she woke, <laughs> Luna was standing by her bedroom window in her travel robes. It was time for her to go again. Morning. Ginny said. What if she was on the outside of the window? <laughs> she probably is. <laughs> I let you sleep late. You seem so peaceful. I couldn't bring myself to disturb you, Luna said. So right, Ginny yawned as she slid out of bed, putting clothes on before heading down to the loo. Luna hadn't moved by the time Ginny came back. Is it time already? I'm going to miss you so much, Ginny said, holding Luna from behind. Yeah, Luna said, <laughs> taking one of Ginny's hands in hers. Ginny made a sad groan and squeezed Luna tighter. Danny, what's a sad groan? Oh, oh cat. That is sad. Danny, do a sad groan. Morag <laughs> That's how Morag makes a sad groan. She just says her own name. <laughs> I'll be back for Christmas, I promise, Luna said, (laughs) pulling away and turning around to face Ginny with a smile on her face. Luna had an uncanny ability to maintain a smile through small moments. Though Ginny had long since learned the difference between Luna's sad smiles Mm. and her happy ones, this was a sad smile. I always feel a bit of resting bitch face. (laughs) Yeah, resting, (laughs) resting, sort of happy face. face. (laughs) I always feel a bit more lost without you, Ginny admitted. Then keep me with you, Luna said, touching Ginny's chest through her t-shirt. Ginny placed a hand over Luna's hand, threading their fingers. Are you going to start seeing Neville? Luna asked, sounding (laughs) hopeful. Maybe. I hope so. I need to get Harry to talk about his feelings. And then maybe sit Neville down and see where things go. Kitty thinks it should be easy, but it doesn't feel easy to me, Ginny said. I'm sure you'll figure it out. Luna said. Ginny kissed her again and they said their goodbyes. Ginny felt like it was perhaps her destiny to have lovers who were always on the move, going from place to place to place without her. Where's she going? Just back to Hogwarts? No, she's going to to her training for magizoology. Oh, that's right. That's right. You said that really well. Wow. Danny. I feel like she's been keeping you in the loop on her training schedule. (laughs) No, she didn't text you guys? (laughs) Well, she's got a four-week internship on dragons. Uh (laughs) If she let Neville into her heart, would he have a sudden urge to disappear and travel? Aww. She wasn't sure how much more her heart would take. Do you guys think that in the wizarding world, I guess they do have ghosts. I was like, do they call it getting demented instead of getting ghosted? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> like all these people keep leaving yeah. her. She's like, oh, I got demented again. And like, does ghosting mean the same thing? Yeah. yeah. And then ghosting, ghosting, ghosting probably means something else. It yeah. probably means the opposite. It just means lingering yeah. around yeah. and having no value. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
I yeah. ghosted me and would not leave. Oh my gosh. That's like my shack and anchor. And then the next morning he totally ghosted. Breakfast. And he was like hovering over my yeah. toilet and it was like really weird. <sighs> this was it. This is her shot. Neville Longbottom just happened to be in the same apothecary as her at the same moment. He was leaning over, smiling at a dream willow cactus. He closed his eyes and inhaled deeply while Hannah melted inside at his beauty. She took oh. a deep breath, wiped her sweaty palms on her robe, and slowly approached. Neville, Hannah said, <gasps> wishing her voice came out stronger. Is, is Hannah Abbott Whoa. in this story? We got what? a Hannah Abbott coming out of the woodwork right now. <laughs> Neville, Hannah said, wishing her voice came out stronger. Hannah, Neville said before he could even turn around to face her. Hannah blushed Crazy. at the realization that he could recognize her voice. Hello, Hannah said. How are you doing? You look good, Neville said. Oh, that's like so cute. You look good. You look great. Sexy, Neville. Hannah's mouth fell open, unable to respond. She begged herself to find some much-needed courage. Cheers. I'm good, she replied softly. Where are you living? What have you been doing, Neville asked. I live with Susan and Ernie, actually. <laughs> oh, shit. This is going to be the orgy of a lifetime, you guys. <laughs> Gang's all here. Three puffs in a flat. <laughs> Sounds like a TV show, like a sitcom. Three puffs, picked to live in a flat. <laughs> I feel like it's like Three's Company. Like, who do you think's yeah. the Tony Danza? Three puffs, Ernie. Ernie. No, Tony Danza isn't Three's Company. <laughs> John, Ritter, John Ritter. John Ritter. <laughs> Tony, who's the Tony Danza? That's so great. It's just like Three's Company. I mean, who's the Tony Danza? <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> Three puffs in a flat. I work at the league. Susan Co- Summers, Ernie. Tony <laughs> <laughs> Danza. <For> sure. <laughs> and Judith Light. <laughs> These jokes are, uh, we're, we're so dated. <laughs> They're so classic. <laughs> 80% of our panoramics have never some, heard of either of these. I need some different times. strokes jokes now. <laughs> I work at the Leaky Cauldron, actually, Hannah said, oh, cool. feeling her anxiety lessen slightly. Cool. I haven't seen Susan and Ernie since school. We should catch up, Neville said. Yeah. Um, do you want to go out tonight? Hannah asked, feeling like she might faint. Neville at first just looked surprised, but a warm smile slowly appeared on his face, filling Hannah with life. Sure, I'd love to, Hannah, Neville replied, making her feel like the sun was beaming directly on her. Uh-huh. Great, meet you at the Leaky Cauldron at 7? Sounds wonderful, Neville said. Okay, see you then, she said, nodding and smiling, possibly excessively, before dashing <laughs> back down Diagon Alley by herself. Oh my God, the way she acted with him is the way he acted with Harry. Like ran away. Oh, yeah. Like, hey, she's well, crushing well, hard. Yeah. Just the crush, like yeah. she was so nervous. Oh, like so excited, yeah. Maybe she's going to invite him back to like a sketchy motel room. Perfect. Yeah. For some... Oral. She. Hey, want to come back for some oral? Hey, first, I'll make some tea. First, and then some oral. Maybe some oral. <laughs> some oral gray tea. Hey! <laughs> she knew she had to talk to Ernie immediately. <laughs> everyone's going to. I don't to. say everyone's <laughs> the friend therapist of the Earn group. man. Earn, I got another dilemma. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> Minutes later, she located her dear friend in Flourish and Blots and cornered him in between stacks. You will never guess what I've just done, Ernie, Hannah said. How could I, seeing as you haven't given me any clues? (laughs) Ernie's a great time. jokester, Ernie said. I just asked Neville Longbottom out on a date, Hannah shouted, and Ernie raised a hand, indicating she should lower her voice. (laughs) Oh, my God. He's the buzzkill of all buzzkills. Ernie. (laughs) Did you? Longbottom, eh? You never have given up that old flame, have you, Hannah? Ernie said, crossing his arms over his chest and raising his chin high. Okay, do we think Ernie likes Hannah? Mm. So he's a little jealous right now. Yeah. Classic Tony Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 
Uh, surprise, surprise. Danza's jealous again. <laughs> Who's the boss? <laughs> no, I haven't. I mean, I never have thought he'd be interested, Hannah admitted. It was true, though. She had a crush on Neville ever since her first year at Hogwarts. Neville had been a cute, shy, and clumsy boy. She never cared for the way other kids picked on him and humiliated him, as she always thought he was perfect. Uh As he grew up, her crush only became worse, as the cute boy became a handsome young man. But more than that, he was a good person, and she had always longed to get closer to him. She was a loyal Hufflepuff through and through, but she had sometimes imagined that things would have been different (laughs) had she been sorted into McDonald's with him. (laughs) Danny in this document just replaced Gryffindor with McDonald's and Allie fell for it and read it. I'm like Ron Burgundy. (coughs) I Ron Burgundy. (laughs) Go fuck yourself, (laughs) Potteratka. It worked. Oh my God. I cannot believe that that worked. (laughs) I just read that. Line for line. Oh my my God. Uh, (laughs) She had been sorted into Gryffindor with him. You just got Chapman. (laughs) Well, let's hope he is interested then, Ernie said with a smile and firm nod. Oh, gosh. Merlin, I hope he is, Hannah said, bouncing a little bit in excitement. Ernie reached over and gave her an affectionate pat on the shoulder, then said, Hannah, he'd have to be a fool not to be interested, and Longbottom is no fool. Aw, he does like her. (laughs) I hope you're right, Hannah said, then added with a smirk, maybe if things work out between me and Neville, you should think about asking Justin out. Oh, Oh, shit, Justin? (laughs) Justin, Jason's twin brother? Jason, wait, Justin? Oh, Justin Fletch-Fletchley. Yeah, Justin (laughs) Finch-Fletchley, yeah. Also a good person to ask out. That might be my favorite name in the entire Potter series. Justin Finch Fletchley. Finch Fletchley. It's It's so hard to say. Phenomenal name to say. Ernie stiffened and shook his head, making Hannah laugh. Suit yourself, Hannah said, shrugging, then adding, I've got a date to get ready for. (laughs) Okay, so we got our first Hannah, our first Ernie, our first Justin. I'm like overwhelmed with the class of 91 right now. And (laughs) clearly, unless he's by, Ernie is not into. Yeah, it seems like maybe not. Not into Hannah. Yeah. I guess we what year did into they, Justin. What year did they graduate? Hogwarts? 97, right? I thought. I think we have the entire class, class of 97. Of 97. <laughs> <laughs> deet, deet, deet. Neville walked into the leaky cauldron feeling upbeat. A date with an extremely cute girl was exactly what he needed if he had any hope of putting aside his feelings for Harry Potter. Hey, Hannah said, standing up from her table. <laughs> standing on her table. <laughs> <laughs> shouting, hey, over here! <laughs> Neville came over and gave her a hug. Hannah made a happy sound, which he found very satisfying. They both sat down, trading smile glances with each other. So you work here? Neville asked. (laughs) Yep, sure do, Hannah beamed. That's pretty cool, Neville said. Yeah, I tend the bar and help clean up sometimes. Other than that, I mostly sit at home with my plants, Hannah said. (laughs) Oh, shit. Speaking his language now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You got a nice collection, Neville said. (laughs) He's like, tell me more. (laughs) Tell me more about that giant cat. He crossed his legs uncomfortably. (laughs) But mostly they are for healing. Nothing exciting, I'm afraid, Hannah said with a frown. Healing? No, that's definitely exciting, Neville said. Hannah smiled. A lot of people tell me I'm wasting my time, that I'm too nervous and tightly wound to be a healer, Hannah said. That's rubbish. Never set aside your dreams. Any dream worth having is worth giving a go, at least once, Neville said. Probably... 
For now, I'm just experimenting and doing a lot of reading. I used to steal chats with Pomfrey every moment I could back at school. I learned a lot from her and Professor Sprout, Hannah said. Professor Sprout is wonderful, isn't she? Neville grinned. Yes, very wonderful, Hannah replied with a big smile. Neville smiled at her. She was so cute when she smiled. Mm -hmm. I'd love to take a look at your collection sometime, Neville said. You can see them tonight if you'd like, Hannah said, her face suddenly turning red. Yeah, I'd like that. Hannah had gone over a number of standards for what a successful first date with Neville Longbottom might look like, and none of them had involved her bringing her home with him. But here she was, heart pounding and opening her door to the flat with Neville quietly stepping in behind her. Nice flat, Neville said as Hannah lit her lanterns and candles. (laughs) Cheers. I could never afford it without Susan or Ernie, she replied. Are they about? Neville asked, looking around. I don't think so, Hannah replied, peering around and not seeing or hearing any familiar sounds. Yes. Hannah walked over to the door and led to her balcony and stepped outside. Neville closely followed behind. Here they are. Obviously, we can't see them. Oh. The plants. I thought it was Ernie and Susan. So, oh, here they are, hiding on the balcony. Oh, here's my pals. Hi. Good, good on her for having a clean enough apartment that she's able to just bring somebody back to. If you weren't Truly. preparing for it, no. Here they are. Obviously, we can't see them very well by the moon and starlight. But Bernie, Susan. You, guys, get up off the ground. He knows you're here. <laughs> get up from behind see, the plants. We can see you. We can, guys, we can see you. Like, you're in plain you're sight. Right there. The moon's not. It's pretty bright tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Neville crouched down, fidgeting and shifting about with obvious interest. There's some beautiful specimens here, Hannah. Mm-hmm. I must admit, I'm envious, Neville said, turning and smiling up at her. Hannah felt herself turning red, unable to speak, instead just nodding her head with desperate excitement. Neville stood back up and walked over to her. Was he just fingering her garden? <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Definitely playing with first date. Hmm. Thank you for showing me this, Neville said, leaning up to look at the sky. Hannah noticed Neville lick his lips and suddenly got a very funny notion that she might like to kiss him. Oh, but she had never done that before. Sure, she had practiced with Susan loads of times before and maybe even fooled around with her a little too, but never a real serious proper kiss with someone she really liked in a more than friendly sort of way. Um, Maybe I'm being silly, but can I kiss you? Hannah said, (laughs) trembling. (laughs) Yeah, Neville said and closed his eyes. (laughs) Hannah closed her eyes and held her breath, trying to push the sound of muggle traffic and Ernie and Susan <laughs> crouched at the corner of a balcony. Implanters for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> trying to push the sound of muggle traffic below out of her mind as she leaned up to his mouth. Neville's lips were soft but a little bit dry. Oh. Hannah made a small, happy sound then pulled away in embarrassment. I picture him like pulling on a plant and it's just like Susan's ponytail like a big mandrake. <laughs> <laughs> Susan, no. <laughs> no, it's fine, Neville said, taking her chin in his hands and placing his lips back on hers. She moaned more loudly, feeling her entire body warm from Neville's touch. Suddenly, they were drifting back through the open doorway, stumbling from the balcony back to the living room as their lips moved together in sensuous union. They fell back against her sofa. Somehow, Hannah had gone from never having had a proper kiss to snogging, to actively making out with the boy she had loved nearly a decade. She had never felt so alive. Aww. I have a question. Do you guys think it's possible to love someone you've never really known? Like to really use that word love, that that you've been like loose, casual friends with? I think when you're that age, you can feel that that's true. I bet they really knew each other in school. Yeah. You know, class of 97 was pretty close. Yeah, they were. They had a lot going on together. They went through trauma together. Yeah, they had a shared trauma. I think there's obviously a difference in like loving someone one-sidedly and like... Infatuation. Or like two-way love, you know? Yeah, now. Just asking. I got... 
the most deep we've ever gotten. I know. Wow. <laughs> Henley back against the sofa. Maybe we should write a song about it. <laughs> should be an op- our cold opener for sure. the next episode. Perfect. Can you ever love another? <laughs> Uh, Hannah lay back against the sofa, letting Neville slide on top of her. His hands roamed over her robes, as if searching for flesh to grope and fondle. Hannah squeezes back, feeling the strength of his muscles. Despite his softness, he was quite strong. Hannah didn't think she was the sort to sleep with someone on the first date, but she knew beyond a shadow of a doubt that if Neville had made the request at that moment, she would have opened herself up to him in a heartbeat. Instead, they continued to make out for a bit before transitioning to a quiet cuddle on the sofa. (laughs) Hannah didn't know what to say or do. She was ecstatic and terrified all at once. God, I miss the days of just like endless making out. You know, like when you used to just like make out for really long stretches and without the expectation of it going further. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. So sweet. Make out like, point. Yeah. It's just like chewing gum, you know. Yeah. You just, yeah, you Not chew like eating until a cheeseburger. It, it's just sometimes nice to chew gum. Yeah. It's just until like the flavor it wears out and you're comfortable. And it wasn't like a means to an end. It was like the end yeah. itself. So you would yeah. just be like, this is great. Hey, Matt, you're about to get made out with it. Oh, Lord. <laughs> we make out sometimes. Oh. This was nice, wasn't it? Neville said. Yeah, does it have to end? Hannah asked sadly. I'm afraid so. I have to help Harry with his case again tomorrow, Neville said. Neville gave her a kiss on the cheek, then slid off the sofa. When can I see you again, Hannah asked. Soon, I promise, Neville said. Hannah walked him to the door, and they briefly kissed again before he left. Hannah stood behind the door, her fingertips lightly touching the wood. (sighs) Not the wood that she wanted. (laughs) Longing to dash after him, though he would have already apparated away. She turned around, placing her back against the wood. She clenched her fist and placed it over her pounding heart. She bit her lip as tears filled her eyes. She had never been so happy before. Okay. Harry is about to cockblock Hannah Abbott, and I picture that throughout her entire career, Harry has been just one-upping Hannah Abbott. And like, if we rewatch the movies, Hannah has her hand raised, and then he raises yeah. it mm-hmm. and gets called on. Like, she could have been the star. Yeah, she goes to defeat like the basilisk, and like he like jumps down in the chamber of secrets <laughs> before she does. Right. Oh my god! So Harry. My thunder again. <laughs> Boop, 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 boop. Neville couldn't stop smiling. He wasn't even aware that smiling was a thing that could keep a person up all night. Oh. But there he was, lying in bed well past midnight and still feeling ever so pleased about a successful date with Hannah. He wondered if he should have tried to take things further. He thought maybe he was too shy to initiate sex, but it was a nice thing to picture, though he felt guilty. He really liked her. He didn't think he only was interested in sex. This was the same fear he had about his own crush on Harry Potter, and here he was thinking about imposing the same anxiety on Hannah. But there wasn't anything wrong with sex, was there? There was no shame in feeling sexually attracted to people, regardless of how you felt about them. He began to gently rub himself through his pajama bottoms. This was his own body. There was nothing <laughs> wrong with sexual feelings. He pictured how things could have gone differently. It wouldn't be like it was with Harry in Berlin. That was all passion, and they didn't do anything but snog and suck each other off. He and Hannah would have made love. All while giggling, he thought. Oh, Nev. <laughs> Neville couldn't resist any longer and pulled his pants down, gripping his own cock and gently stroking himself. A flurry of thoughts filled his mind. Hannah, Harry, even Ginny. You. Oh, Merlin. He was filled with so much desire. He shuddered as he came, not remembering who had been on his mind at the moment of climax. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> with all his arousal faded, his heart began to ache. He was developing feelings for Hannah. He had feelings for Harry. He thought he might have some feelings for Ginny. Things were complicated. He definitely needs the Facebook status. It's complicated. (laughs) He needed to sit down and have that dinner with Harry and Ginny soon. He needed to figure out where he stood with all these potential lovers, (laughs) lest someone get hurt. Oh, he's like so responsible. (laughs) Deet, doot, deet. I can't believe how bored I am, Harry said, (laughs) lying on his bed, staring up at the ceiling of his bedroom. (laughs) We can. Want me to pretend to be a dark wizard? I could lay Diagon Alley with mandrakes for fun. Oh, <laughs> oh, Neville. oh. Neville suggested sitting on the side of the bed. <gasps> the bed. They're Wait, back. What? Together. Wow. We don't know Why? the context. They're in bed I guess already? we'll have to wow. read on. <laughs> yeah, we should probably keep reading. 
Please, no, I don't want to do more work. I just need something to do, Harry said. Someone. Me? <laughs> Too bad Ginny's busy. We could have some fun, Neville said, winking at his boyfriend. Oh. What? What? Wow, we really time hopped. Guys, that was a significant time hop. We just hopped time. We don't know how much time, but it's time. Time has passed. Wow. Harry smirked and shook his head. Who knew Neville Longbottom was such a randy bastard? (laughs) (laughs) That's a funny episode title. (laughs) That is great. Randy bastard. You've got two girlfriends and a boyfriend to keep you busy, and you still want more? Neville laughed and shrugged. Not like we ever get up to much on our own, Neville said. We never have the time, Harry countered. We do now. Neville grinned at Harry, biting his lip and adjusting himself within his robe. Harry peered around to Neville's front. Your cock is hard, you randy shit. (laughs) Harry said. (laughs) You know when they say like pitching a tent? Yeah. Like in a robe, like that's a real tent. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Pitching a cabin. And you're not, Neville said, glancing at the tent Harry was pitching in his robes. Oh, I didn't see that. Oh, wow. (laughs) Wow. Pitching a tent. You noticed, did you? Harry asked as Neville slid a hand up Harry's thigh over his or his rope. Well, people are a little bit more observant than you generally, Harry. <laughs> okay, now they say pitching a tent. But in the wizarding world, their tents are like enormous. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> you know, it's like a four-bedroom apartment. Yeah. That's what a robe tent is. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Harry's green eyes watched in silence as Neville rubbed him through his robes. We really haven't had a go of it since Berlin, have we? Harry said, referring to a night two years before that first began their love affair. Not without Ginny, Neville said. Harry's head turned to Ginny's nightstand, looking intense. Have something in mind, Harry? Neville asked, raising his eyebrows. Ginny ordered something not too long ago at my request. I've been thinking about trying it out, Harry said and rolled over and out of the bed, crouching before the nightstand. He opened it and pulled out a medium-sized red bottle and a spoon. What? He then walked over to Neville and held it out. It's called Stamina Potion. Anyone, Anyone can use it, but it's mostly intended for people with, well, our anatomy. Harry said, I'm listening. What's it do specifically? Neville asked. Oh, Neville, don't be coy. It's supposed to keep you hard for a good while. It gets you really turned on and it removes that feeling after you come. You know, how you just lose interest in sex and it gets sensitive and soft, Harry asked. (laughs) (laughs) Neville sighed and nodded. I hate that sometimes, Neville said, his mouth twitching in a smile. Well, this stops that, at least temporarily. We could have some fun, Guys, Harry this, said. This is the four loco of <laughs> of sex drugs. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like there's a reason it gets soft. Like, and you, yeah, you're going, you're, you're going to, to recover. Right. I'd say, Merlin, think about how much Ginny comes, Neville <laughs> said, approaching Harry. Uh-huh. Especially when we take turns pleasing her, Harry said, stepping forward and touching oh. Neville's face. Imagine being able to come like that, Neville said. <laughs> Harry leaned down and gave him a deep, slow kiss and then, want to have a go at it? Merlin, yes, Neville replied. Harry poured a small amount in a spoon, then quickly sipped it. Whoa, Harry said. His pelvic <laughs> region pumped as he <gasps> stared down at it with awe. Harry handed the bottle over to Neville and quickly removed his robes, pants, and socks until he was standing <laughs> naked in front of Neville, glaring down, socks on. <laughs> glaring down at his thick cock and swollen bullocks. Harry was tall, dark, and lean from head to toe, and he had never looked sexier. What do you guys think this tastes like? Like, what's the flavor mm. of stamina potion? Like, like a, a fire jolly syrup. rancher. Whoa. Well, Lens, what do you think it was? I said cough syrup. <laughs> Yeah, maybe like a peppermint. Mm, that's you know, nice. You know what? I take back my answer. I bet it's like a cold brew with like chicken salad in it. Mm. So, mm. you know, I could have gone all day after drinking that last week. <laughs> 
Did your cock get bigger? Neville asked. <laughs> then took a spoonful of the potion as well. Nearly immediately, he felt a change inside of him. He felt himself getting hard, even though he was already hard. <laughs> oh, shit, Neville whispered, suddenly feeling an incredible urge to do sexual things. <laughs> to do the laundry and go grocery <laughs> shopping. And just like Harry, he felt as everything down there got tense, tight, and painful from swelling. Oh, Merlin, he needed to come. He felt warm all over. He reached down and wrapped a hand around it and gently fondled it. Mmm, Harry moaned as Neville's hand slid around his shaft. Harry grabbed Neville and kissed him hard, seeming desperate. Harry's pelvis thrust, his cock sliding while still gripped in Neville's hand, almost as if it were fucking it. Harry leaned into Neville's ear and whispered, You're wearing too many clothes, mate. Neville chuckled, then quickly undressed, while Harry watched with approval, resuming their snogging as soon as Neville was fully bare. <laughs> they drifted to the bed. Every inch of Neville's flesh wanted Harry's flesh. They fell into the bed, lips opened briefly, unlocking before finding each other again. Neville's hands roamed Harry's side as their cocks rubbed together. It felt good. It felt really bloody good, in fact. Neville ground into Harry even harder and could feel familiar sexual tension rising through his body. He was on the very bloody edge already. Harry was so hot and Neville wanted him so bad. His full, soft lips felt so good on his body, and it was so warm and eager and his cock so thick and hard. Before Neville realized what was happening, Neville let out an, oh, <laughs> as his prick exploded, shooting hot spunk all over Harry's shaft as he shuddered. Spunk, that's another word I haven't heard in so long. Yeah. yeah. It feels very Samantha. We used to say that in high school. It's so funny. Oh, my God. Without any pause, they're going to have to burn the room. I know. <laughs> it's going to be like it's gonna be everywhere. Oh, God. Wow, Harry said, thrusting with speed with the stickiness between them. I can't believe I came and... I want to come again, Neville said, amazed at how rock hard he still was. Harry was right. He didn't feel that typical sense of not wanting his cock to be touched and the lack of drive or interest to, to do anything else. <laughs> he was ready to go again and had no intention of slowing down now. Harry reached between his legs and grabbed his cock and began stroking it frantically, still covered in Neville's cum. Neville leaned up and grabbed his own cock, stroking it in front of Harry, amazed at how close to coming again he was. Harry's face tensed, moaning, Ugh, as his prick shout out come onto his stomach in thick puddles. This immediately sent Neville over the edge, and he came again, a few thick spurts landing on Harry's bullocks. Neville laughed, nearly on instinct. Um, have you ever seen SpongeBob when he's really dried out? Oh, God, you always love the SpongeBob. <laughs> ah! <laughs> That's what I picture them Ew, after this. They're okay. just going to be so dried oh, out. God. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to be, like, petrified like he wasn't. <laughs> It's <laughs> 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 just like a cloud of dust that comes out at the end. <laughs> Neville laughed nearly on instinct, Harry joining him. That was fun. Neville grasped Harry's prick with his hand and began to stroke it, feeling his foreskin glide with ease, even with the stickiness. He then lowered his head down and wrapped his lips around the head and sucked, tasting the bitter saltiness of her cum. Neville sucked hard while Harry brushed Neville's blonde hair with a hand and moaned. Neville loved the feel of Harry's cock in his mouth, hot, thick, and hard. Sooner than Neville expected, Neville felt Harry tense up and groan as his cum pulsed onto Neville's tongue, which he promptly swallowed. Okay, Neville, your turn, Harry said, pulling himself up then leaning over, swiftly putting his mouth on Neville's cock, taking him deep. Harry's soft lips and wet tongue always felt amazing on Neville's prick. Neville felt like he was going to come so quickly that the lines between having an orgasm and not having an orgasm were starting to blur. <laughs> He's like cross-eyed. <laughs> Neville's body clenched and Harry pulled on Neville's balls and wrapped a 
hand around the base, stopping Neville from coming for just a moment. Neville felt pleasure peak for a nearly uncomfortable second before Harry removed his hand and Neville's cum shot down his throat. Though he could tell it wasn't a lot and his cock did feel a bit sore even oh, as, as it remained fully erect. Harry so nervous pulled, for them. I know. Harry pulled his mouth off Neville's cock, looking up at it and laughed, Neville joining him. After a moment, Harry fell on top of Neville, kissing him as their bodies slid together. Neville breathed in Harry's ear, I want your arse. Mm, Harry said, giving Neville a kiss, then sliding off the bed. The end of this oh, chapter. Wow. And the end of Harry's. They need a break right now. They are Golly, raw. guys. Okay, one more analogy I have, or simile, <laughs> whatever it is, is, um, you know, when I love Lucy, when all of the chocolate's coming off the belt and then yeah. she starts eating, eating it. Like that, yeah. <laughs> There's like so much cum shooting out of them that like they don't know where, where to, do we put it? Where, where do, do we, we shoot it? it? I don't know. Do I swallow? Do I spit it? Just go on the wall, they're, the floor. They're like trying to get out, just sliding everywhere. Oh, wow! Ooh. Ooh. Wow, guys. When the episode ends, check your underpants. Are you ones up or down? Your wand's probably up because you took too much. It's probably up because the potion, potion hasn't worn off. <laughs> oh, God. Woo. Wow. Well, Al, what my, are you? My wand is up. There is a ton of action in this chapter. And, like, everyone seems happy and in love and coupled up and really quadrupled cute. up. Yeah. And It's so cute that Harry and Neville are together. Yeah. Fearsome foursome. Yeah, Hannah, Ginny, Neville, Harry. But Luna probably, too. Oh, yeah. We he don't said know. she has two girlfriends. I would imagine it's Hannah and Ginny. I think it's Luna and Ginny. But I bet it's I bet it's Hannah and Ginny, and then Hannah is potentially only with Neville. Neville. Yeah. yeah. And Luna's with Ginny. Yeah. And yeah. Luna's oh, sorry. Like, what were you two saying? Girlf- I was saying Neville Han- has two Neville girl- has two girlfriends. Oh, oh, I thought you meant Ginny had two girlfriends. Ginny no, has no, just no. Luna. Mm, yes. Yeah. I don't think Ginny and Hannah are a thing. No, no, no. At least not yet. Yeah. Guys, my wand is also up. That was a blast. That was a blast all over the room. Yeah. Pew, pew, so pew, many pew. blasts. It's like Marvin the Martian. Didn't he have like a little laser gun? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm in it. I'm excited to see how this ends. I do know, like, I think we've talked about this before, but this we pulled from a series of stories. So we don't know how tightly we're going to get all of our plots rounded up. But I know that we're going to, something's going to get rounded up at the end of this. Yes. It will finish. So I think like all of these characters, we just need to live in the moment, you know? Yeah, just and, enjoy it. Right, enjoy. we don't need to label these stories. I mean, it has come together a little bit, him saying you have two girlfriends and a boyfriend. Yeah. But like, I don't know if we're going to find out where the puff pods are. Sure. Unless they're in Australia with... Lavender. Lavender brown. Yeah. So. Or they're something you order out of a Eros catalog. Right. We won't know that, so... And we stick around for the song, two songs, two songs, and yes. some voicemails. Two songs, and yeah. A dong. And if you are a dong, then you will catch us again on Friday <laughs> in our Patreon because we have a fun little afterglow for you. Yes. Okay. Bye. Okay, bye, guys. See ya. Lightning scar and a 
Berlin bar I'm snogging an old man She's with me 
always giving Consent to use my hands Oh, I would feel so real Lying here With no one near Only you In the room of requirement When I say softly For more erotic goodness, follow us on Facebook or Instagram at Poterotica Podcast, or join our private Facebook group, The Poterotics. For updates, merch, or to submit a story, visit us at PoteroticaPodcast.com. And if you like what you're listening to, make sure you're subscribed. And if you're extra horny, leave a review, but only if it's nice. 10 points for nice reviews.